Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, scenes, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, let me remind you at the very beginning right here to pass the word about these times together. That's how we grow and more people become involved with these times. It's literally by word of mouth. Okay. So I appreciate anything that you can do to help along those lines. Okay. We return to the 144th Psalm today. Uh, looking at the idea, the big picture thing we've been looking at is how God delivers us. Okay. And uh, this psalm it actually mentions, I think twice in the psalm, uh, of being delivered. The psalmist, which is David, is saying, Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me. So let's pick it up at verse 1, looking at the two verses we covered in a previous episode. They say this. This is Psalm 144, verse 1. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. So he's calling for the blessing of the Lord to come upon his life, okay? Upon his uh, endeavors, shall we say, okay? And we know that uh, David was undergoing trials, persecutions, afflictions, things coming against him. And he actually says in a couple of verses later on, but here at the very beginning, he's saying what? Lord, you train my hands for battle and my fingers for war. And we actually get more insight into what that may mean later on in the psalm. Where does it say? Verse 9, he says, I will sing a new song to you, O God, upon a harp of ten strings. I will sing praises to you. Okay, Upon a harp of ten strings. <laughs> so... He's actually declaring, Lord, you're the one who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. And that happens in a couple of ways. David was trained within the, the normal sense of that understanding for battle, for war, use of weaponry, instruments of weaponry, things like that. He was also trained for things, uh, for uh, praise and worship war and battle upon the stringed instrument here. And he actually acknowledges that. Now, remember what he said right here. He says, Lord, you're the one who does what? You train me. Lord, you are my loving kindness, my fortress, my deliverer, my shield. You're my refuge. And you are my rock. You are the one who subdues the people underneath me. Now, watch what he says in verse 3. Oh, Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him? or the son of man, that you think of him. So David asks a couple of questions here, and this is actually quite reflective of Psalm 8, Okay, the eighth psalm that David wrote. He asks the same type of thing. So he's saying, you know, Lord, what, what is man that you take knowledge of him? Why, why, why are you even taking knowledge of him? What, why are you thinking about man? What is man that you would even know him? Or the son of man that you think on him? And he's speaking of himself here. He said, God, why are you even paying attention to me? You know, we're, we're such small creatures here. We're such insignificant creatures. Why are you even paying any attention to me? In <laughs> verse 4, he says, man is like a mere breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Well, that sounds sort of depressing, doesn't it? <laughs> 
the older that we become, there is no doubt that we uh, encounter the reality of what the psalmist was saying here, right? That man is like a mere breath, that his days are like <coughs> a passing shadow. Uh, you know, when you read these things in your younger, in your teens, in your 20s, even your 30s, you think, well, yeah, you know, you don't really even think of the length of life. It sounds like, you know, 70, 80 years. Oh, that, you know, it's forever. You know, you'll never attain to it. But the further along you get in those years, the more you realize that, yes, time literally flies by. And that man, his existence, the very uh, expanse of our lives is but a mere breath. So what's the picture being painted there? Uh, when we live, as we live right now, we, we breathe, right? In and out, in and out. And the psalmist is saying that the length of our life, however long that is, let's say it's 100 years. In the greater scheme of things, is basically like a breath is in relationship to our life. How many breaths do we take in our life? You know, hundreds of thousands. And he's saying, man is like that. He's just, you know, his existence is like that. Then also, what is a breath? A breath is just a, a, a movement of the air. It's like, a, and it's really the idea of a vapor, okay? Just a vapor. And that man is, is like a vapor. And you know how long a vapor lasts? It's just there for a moment, then gone. You see it, then it's gone. And then he says in verse 4 that man's days are like a passing shadow. Well, the passing is the idea of what? Something that is a, a temporary, just sort of passes by over or through. And then shadow, <coughs> what's a shadow? Uh, a shadow uh, is actually here, uh, what is it, the, the Brown Driver Briggs says this. Yo, this is great. It's symbolic of the transitoriness of life. Transitoriness? But it is. It's a picture and a symbol of how transient life is, how quick life is. But then a shadow, too, is uh, it's just a representation of a reality that you don't see. you got a reality right here, okay? And you're looking at the shadow. Something is causing that shadow, but you don't see what the reality is. Our life is like that shadow. So it begs the question, well, what's the reality? Think about that. What is the reality? So if you're standing outside and your body is there and it's casting a shadow from the sun, if somebody sees your shadow but they don't see your body, they just see that shadow and they could derive some conclusions from that, some understanding from that, some of which will be accurate, some of which will be inaccurate because they don't have a complete understanding of everything that's going on. And I think that's sort of how our life is uh, with the greater picture of what's happening within the realm of all eternity, within the realm that we see here, that we exist in day in, day out. In the unseen realm in which we exist in, but we don't see with our senses day in, day out, but is nonetheless still real. And so that our life now and man's existence now is just a shadow compared to what the reality is and what is yet to come. And I think David's thinking about this stuff. Let's go back and look at these two verses again, verse 3 and verse 4. Verse 3 has two questions. Oh, Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him? Or the son of man that you think on him? David's realizing who we are as humans and who he is individually in relationship to just the wonder and the glory and the might and the power and who the who of who God is. And then in verse 4, man is like a mere breath. 
His days are like a passing shadow. So this time that we're here, it's just like this shadow of something that is far greater yet to come. And he's thinking on these things, and he's reflecting on these things, and he's saying, okay, what's happening with this? You know, I think these are things that are worthy to be thought about, <clears throat> particularly in relationship to the Most High God and the wonder and the glory of who he is. And so as David is sitting here and he's declaring, Lord, you're my rock, you're my loving kindness, you're my fortress, you're my stronghold, my deliverer, my refuge. You know, you're the one that's trained me, you're the one that's equipped me, you're the one who subdued people in me. And then he come back and said, but you know, God, who in the world am I really that you do all these things and that you've done all these things for me? You know, my life is just this passing thing. What is it that you're doing through me and what is it you're wanting to do in and through me? I think those are great questions for us. And if we take them before the Lord, I think we'll be amazed at what the answer is and what he really wants to do with us and through us. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.